broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Manis. Yeah, okay, I'm in the mood. Oh yeah, they're yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're good. This isn't no. This isn't Jimmy. No, you are, you know, are we, uh, I, 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 you are very impressive, Mr. Man. Oh, thank you. Your new, Tell me your, more. <laughs> your new two-bedroom spread is uh, is uh, on fleek, I think, as they should say five years ago. Yeah. The new word is now. Yeah, I, you know, I try to fake it till I make it, I guess. You're faking it good. Yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> definitely, really I could definitely see like some 17-year-old blondie coming in there and thinking you were Hugh Hefner. That's, uh, I don't, uh, I want them to be at least 18. In I, fact, if I'm being honest, I want them to be 21 at least. Sure. If they can't drink, I don't want them in my apartment. Well, and I don't even drink. Well, they won't fall for the roofie if they can't drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did, I, did you see I got into big trouble with jokes like this recently? Not big trouble, but. In Little China? You've heard my teacher joke, I think. Maybe. Anyway, I do. Oh, well, you know what? I did see that on like Twitter. You said something like, I'm offended. And, and, and what, yeah, go ahead. You can explain. Okay. I, 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 I know you're talking about something actually even different. So uh, <laughs> I've gotten in trouble like three times in the last few months. And I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I'll tell you anyway. Um, the first time I do this joke about how I don't think teachers should get paid any more than they do. I do know that joke. Yeah. So yes. the joke and the final punchline of the joke is. If she's 17 and keeps her mouth shut, I'll do it. Because basically I'm saying it's not bad being a teacher. They get to have sex with their students. Sure. Because of all the teachers getting in trouble for having sex. That's one of my all-time classics, my first CD. Clearly a satirical joke. I don't think teachers should be having sex. If you're asking me, Ari, and as a human being, I don't think teachers should be having sex with students, period. Well, that's my. Uh, well, now you're getting into my joke. <laughs> I mean, hot teachers can. Hot teachers can. Women teachers women can. Te- hot women teachers can. But so even mediocre women teachers can. But if you're listening, women to the joke. teachers. <laughs> women. I'll I'll take the bullet on the Ari the Ari yeah. podcast. Yeah, please keep keep. I mean, it's true. If I was a 15 year old boy. And a hot female teacher want to have sex with me. I don't think that teacher should get in trouble for that. I, but I do think it's probably weird that that teacher wanted to. Have, anyway, that's a whole nother topic of debate. Right. But the point is, my joke when I tell it, to me, is satirical and clearly satirical, which is why people laugh. Because it's a joke. Yes. So the laugh you're in factory. The, you're in the joke business. Yeah, I'm a stand-up comedian. Not yeah. the, uh, yeah. yes. I'm not up there giving a TED Talk. Exactly. Yeah. So the Laugh Factory posted that joke on their Instagram. Got over a million views. Three thousand people were messaging me, calling me a pedophile and a rapist. I had to shut off comments on my Instagram page because so many people were saying well, like, hateful things towards me. And, it, and the first, it really upset me. And then the next day, I kind of excited me, and I was happy for all the attention. <laughs> yeah, negative. A, a million views is fantastic. Yeah, that's so funny because I think about you a lot. When people say about the internet and. I never check anything ever. Views any views anything. Well, this is the type of thing. Okay, so because it, 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 you're it, not it, very active on social media. No, let me just say yeah. one thing because the one time because I had the Laugh Factory put up one of my stuff uh, years ago, and I never look 
And I, he came home after a good set somewhere, and I remember you telling me, "Oh my God, you should check out your set in the Laugh Factory. It's got I've never seen someone with so many po- positive feedback." <laughs> <laughs> and for some dumb reason, I was all baked. It was you. It I was tell me. people too the one the one time that somebody yeah. said the only time I've ever looked at anything. I never even Google my name. Yeah. Uh, the one time, and they get. <laughs> the first 15 things were just evil. And I just thought you did it as a joke. Like, I did it. <laughs> when I looked, it was all positive. And then I guess in that time. <laughs> it was. It was but, just the evil. But you know what else is funny? It's like your video. I mean, I haven't checked it since we talked about it that however long ago that was, a few years ago. That's like Fat Bartnick. <laughs> yeah, Fat Joe Bartnick. <laughs> but I imagine... That if we went to your video, there are negative comments, but I bet you it's still overall positive. Probably. Hopefully. Um, but as artists, as sensitive men that we are, we'll focus. It could be 10 amazing comments. You're hilarious. You're one of my favorite comedians. But then I'll pick the one comment that's like, you suck. This isn't funny. And I'll be like, what do you mean? What For at least me. That's how I am. I, I'm sensitive. The overall hater thing, I don't get a big, I don't get a big rise out of. Uh, but when they nitpick... That's more like... See, I actually prefer it, them because then it's like, okay, at least I know why you don't like it. But when it's just a general thing, like, not funny, you suck, I'm like, Yeah, then then, then you can't just yeah. put that into, like, their haters and they wish they were comics. They are. And that's, they, that's they what it comes They wish they were to. you. That, yeah. That's what I feel. But when someone's, like, very much, like, I didn't... I actually... The ones I hate the most are either when people say I'm racist or homophobic or misogynist. Right. And I say... And I tell my wife, come on. <laughs> no, uh, I that's the ones because it's like you obviously didn't get, and the, that's what this was. Get, get the this gist was three thousand yeah. people calling me a rapist and a pedophile. Yeah, see that would be that, so that, that would upset me. It upset yeah, me, it but would. then I slept on it and I was like, you know what? One million hits is huge. Dude. It's getting a lot of hits. I'm getting a lot of people who like it too. Yeah, those are the few and the loud that are hating me. Those people are stupid. They don't get a joke. That's what I thought. Yeah, but then it got taken down because so many people reported it. So that happened, right? Uh-huh. That was the first thing okay. that happened. And then the second thing, I got in a fight in New York City a few weeks ago. Okay. I did that same joke, the teacher joke. <laughs> I then follow now I have a new minute after talking about the Laugh Factory posting it. Uh-huh. So I talked about that. It does great. The the crowd enjoyed it like they usually do. Sure. Laughed ha ha ha, and then a lady stands up in the audience and says, "Not funny, me too." Started heckling me for the remainder of my set. I basically, long story short, I lost my cool. I called her a dumb bitch. I told her to shut the fuck up. Get okay. off the stage. I'm in the back of the room, pissed off at the lady for ruining my set. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was a good set, but ruined it for me. Yeah. And a guy comes up to me, thinking I think he's going to say good job. Instead, he says, that was my wife. I'm not shaking your hand. Pours wine over my head. I punch him and choke him. The fight gets broken up. Anyway, big thing. Whoa. What club was this? This was at the Soho House in New York. So it was an alternative show in the basement of the Soho House. It was really fun, actually. It was a great show, minus that lady and, the, and her husband. <laughs> and the wine spill. Yeah, and the wine spill. Uh, so that so that was all within wow, that's a, lot a few of weeks. Yeah, and that was like my first fight since I was 16 years old. I'm not, yeah, I mean, I'm, look at I'm me, I'm not a fighter. I'm a believer in if you're in fights after high school, there's something wrong with you. But I had to fight him, though. He poured wine over my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have been a pussy if I didn't. No, you had to. You something. had to choke him out. Yeah, or something. Yeah, you had to do something. So, you can't just be like, oh. So that, ha- yeah, exactly. So I w- listen. I was standing there going, I don't want to fight this guy. I have to, or I'm a pussy. That, yeah, that was my thought process. No, you can't. Uh, yeah. So that happened, and then I'm doing a show in Seattle, 
last week. Uh huh. This happened. I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast. And I do a joke about how I, again, another satirical, stupid, over the top joke about how I think gay people are made and not born that way. And I said, a gay guy is made when a woman over breastfeeds her baby and he grows up to hate the female form. Stupid, not something I believe. Then I say, think about it. If you, uh, you could flip that around. If I make my son suck my dick way too much, he's going to grow up hating dick. Dumb joke. Logically yeah. makes sense. Though. Logically makes sense, especially in accordance to the joke. Yeah. So I do the joke. It does good again. It was an easy crowd, and uh, Seattle it, has great comedy crowds. So this lady comes up to me after my set. I'm feeling good, by the way, too. After my set, I'm like, did 20 minutes, hot show, did good. I'm standing outside. This lady comes up to me, tears coming down her face, crying, literally crying. A grown woman in her. 40s probably crying and she goes your joke about molestation really upset me and oh I, please and i said which one because i actually didn't know what she was talking <laughs> about and then she told me it was that one and that's the one you saw me tweet about yeah and, how was that molestation i don't oh, know because Cause i make us my son suck my own dick oh and then the joke ends i say and by the way if that joke offended you i don't have a son i made it up for the joke that never happened i say that in the joke i say that in the actual thing i say if that joke offended you i don't have a son i made it up for the joke. oh my goodness people just stay you know what stay home that's what that's what i said where i go i don't think stand-up comedy is something you should go to if you get offended and she goes i should be able to go to a comedy show and not have to worry about being offended and i'm like no yeah. No, you shouldn't. Maybe if you knew the comedian and you knew they were a safe comedian, but that's uh, it. I mean, if you're going to see Jim Gaffigan or Brian Regan, fine. Then maybe. And Jim Gaffigan is molesting a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, it's I you know I, I don't know. Yeah, if you're going to see Seinfeld and you're expecting a clean show, then maybe I get it. If you're a little upset that he went blue, but I I, I never promised blue or, or clean. Well, I just think that you know, are you an adult? Right. I mean, she said I was. That's what she said. She said, "Well, I was molested," and then I said, "So was I." And she goes, "Well, it's you still don't get it because you don't get offended at things like that." And I go, "You don't know me. You don't think I've been offended by a joke before? You don't think I've been offended by a shitty Jewish joke or a joke about a family member of mine? Who are you to say I don't get offended at jokes?" I don't know. Maybe she's right. I I I just think yeah. that you just have to like. I mean. I don't know. Like I, I've known people that have been raped, and I personally don't really like rape jokes because I think rape is a really horrible thing. Yeah. Um, and I've never done one, uh, but I would never ever tell someone not to do a rape joke right. or come up and be like, "You shouldn't be doing rape jokes." I should be able to come to a comedy club and not hear a rape joke. Yeah. Like I mean, it's 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 a comedy club. You're an adult. I mean, it's not like there's 12-year-olds in the crowd. Yeah, I mean, this was literally like a throwaway, dumb joke that I thought anyone listening goes, this is over-the-top ridiculousness. No, 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 I get a question for this. Good conversation. Um, Now, are you going to continue doing the joke? Yeah. Oh, that's what I said to her, too. I said, my final thing that I said to her was, listen, ma'am, when I say the joke, I did not want to upset anyone. I, it makes me sad to see that it upset you so much. That was not my intention. I said, uh, that being said, I'm not going to stop doing the joke. That's what I said to her, and I walked away. <laughs> uh, I have two instances of jokes that are very racially charged. Okay. And um, one, 
Okay, so all two different two different versions. Uh, they're two different jokes. They're chunks, as we say. Um, one is the, an Asian. How I can tell Asian people apart. I've been in LA long enough. It's a big. It's a big chunk. And yeah, I worked. I, I worked it a couple times. Did fantastic. And I'm like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it New Year's Eve at the um, at the Will Turn because I know it's gonna be a great show. But if I just do all my regular jokes, it's gonna be a great show anyway. Right. But why not do something that's Yeah, why not have fun make it fun for me? Drew exactly. and Exactly. Yeah. So literally, um so, uh, a friend of mine's uh the headlander's wife blushed and my buddy's like, Oh o- only Tracy Morgan and you have ever made her blush and it was the hottest show and he said I inspired him because it was so up. So then just like a couple months later that joke did not work at all. <laughs> In general I, or at one show? At one show it just okay. didn't work. And then I thought, Am I just being racist? Like, is that just, is it just not like a good joke to do? Like, not that I could care less people think I'm a racist, just I only entertain people. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that joke anymore. So, cut to a whole other thing is I have a joke about um, how Italians are basically, uh, we were black people until, I don't want to give away my, my, oh, joke, yeah, yeah. my joke. So, someone heard the beginning of that joke, and then at the Ice House stage two, Basically, a group of uh, African Americans basically started or like tried to start. Was like, that the open mic? No, 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 okay. no. It was at the um, it was at a death show. Okay, show. okay death uh, tried to make it like tried to turn me into Kramer, you know. And You're I'm like, like, oh, you racist. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, it's not gonna happen. No, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not Kramer. I had no malicious intent with this. Yeah, and just and so um and so am I talking about. keep talking so are you gonna edit this anyway Uh, okay uh so so i'm like no and i actually and not actually i mean i I have fans at the ice house i had fans and they go and they barty just do your jokes who cares yeah so i so i just kind of we're in the audience yeah yeah so i just said puck off fans my pocket so so i said okay and i just kind of went over it and just just kept kept doing my stuff changed i just ended that joke and just kept going uh cut to the, I'm back with uh, Red Band doing his like the it, podcast, the podcast yeah. version, and the cops came <laughs> over because, your joke. Yes, because they got so they pretend to get it so upset over that joke that they didn't want to pay their bill, and then Patty. Oh, and, so the Ice House called the cops on those people. Yeah, because they're like, we're not paying to be around this racist guy. Yeah, and, and, and it happened, they, and they claimed like they they all graduated from Harvard or Yale or something. Um, so yeah, then you would know the laws and that you have to pay for your bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a whole big hullabaloo, and it made a nice thing on Redman's podcast. But it was pretty funny. So, um, cut to and you know I do that joke a lot. I mean, so cut to um you know uh you know it's it's in the mix of when I do when I do twenty minutes, half hour, or whatever. Right when you're um, long longer set. Yeah, and just yeah. you know because it's a little you know whatever. Now I've been doing it a lot more because uh, I just love it. But <laughs> no, like I did it the other. It really it changed and. I'll say two things. So, I did it. I did. I didn't do it in L.A. at the Forum. I did it at the Garden. Okay, huge I, venue. I did. The Someone's gar- gonna get offended. It, it, if you well, do it that many it, people. well, and uh, Chris Rock loved it. And I did it, and all the red coats, the infamous red red coat guys, were like, "We thought there was gonna be a ride in here, but you're amazing!" And they were all hugging me, and the, their big black boss was hugging me, and it was like, and it's like, because I'm like, I didn't come all the way to the garden to do my, hey, let's talk about my kid for a little bit. And also, bit. it's like, you're you're performing on Bill Burr's show, right? Yeah. 
Bill Burr's audiences aren't going to get offended. You wouldn't think. If someone gets offended at that show, it's like, you didn't do any homework. Because yeah, yeah. Bill Burr talks about whatever he wants to talk about. Right, yeah. right, right. And so, it's funny though, because then recently I've been doing a lot of hosting at the Laugh Factory. And uh, like the first couple of times I was out there in Long Beach, I did that joke and, and that black dude I never heard of before was right after me. And he's like, look at racist son of a bitch and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, first of all, who are you? Go, go fuck the stool. You know? <laughs> uh, uh, it, like he spent his whole time like ripping on me or whatever, but I, but it, no one cared. The people were like, you're, you're great. Yeah. So then like a couple of weeks ago, I was just kind of just mediocre sets and I'm just like, if I'm going to do mediocre with this shit, I, I think is the easy stuff to open the show with. I'm just going to do the shit that's me. Right. And I just did it and just like it crushed. So now I'm just like kind of that's back in my normal set. So like the, I just did the store like last week and I had it in my like. 15 minutes I'm like yeah it's back yeah. It's, it's it, now it's back in like it's the top 50 in. it's back yeah in the, it's, sometimes it, it, things it's, go through it's, phases it's, oh yeah, yeah I always say that sometimes jokes need a nap yeah. like, you know but literally it's but that's the sense of how we get back all around is sometimes jokes are just like eh I don't want to do that anymore it's there's a line and I felt like the Asian stuff I'm like yeah it's just maybe unneeded but I thought the black stuff was just so like such a good joke and truly said something about Italians and everything that it's just like uh, it's, it's, yeah it's a good joke it, it, that's what it was at the end of the day I was like I've done this joke many times it does good yeah. most of the time yeah this is the first time anyone's got upset about it at least that they told me yeah I'm like I'm not gonna stop doing a joke because of one lady it's yeah it, it's weird that you got I don't know what the word busted or whatever but it wasn't a gay guy no, it was a it was no, a, it, it was, was a lady. lady. Who, yeah, she heard she. It was trigger. It's trigger words. She heard the word "child sucking dick" or whatever it was. Yeah, she imagined something in her head and she got triggered. She didn't even at that point. She blacked out. Didn't want to hear the joke. Didn't want to hear what I had to say. Didn't hear me saying I made up the kid for the joke. Didn't hear any of that. <laughs> she just got upset. Do you, now, have you? Uh, uh, you know, I perform a lot in New York, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of feminism going around. That's uh, not New York, Joe. That's the United. That's the world right now. Yeah, I don't know. I think the New York crowds are just closer to you. Yeah, or I feel more like I talk to them more. You know, where they seem to be a lot, of, a lot of like the feminism. A lot of them like like they'll be like say something not. A misogynist or whatever. I'm like, I'm like, I'm just gonna go worse now. <laughs> like, like that was the easier stuff. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm doing a show that I don't care that much about, or or I don't, maybe that's not the word. Not that I don't care, but then maybe I'm not getting paid for or something like that. I'll go and someone in the crowd gets offended. I'll sometimes say this is now for me and I'll go I'll go more the other way to more offensive yeah you, you know I think the only times that I've ever really really offended crowds I've never offended a full crowd I don't think um I, I mean I have I've been doing it yeah. a lot longer <laughs> yeah uh, but uh I think that yeah <laughs> I've offended a few. I've offended a few towns. <laughs> I'm not allowed in Albuquerque anymore. Albuquerque's yeah. one of the towns I'm allowed. There's yeah, one of my no, better towns, kidding. but there's a few. Um, but uh, no, you know, and people are telling me because of uh, I, some friends of mine are really are really you know hitting the open mics hard and are in the scene. And um, like the only one I do is the one in the Ice House, which yeah. you used to run. 
and uh, this there's it's the social justice warrior beginning comics that you offend. The people, yeah, oh, the, I offend the, more comics yeah, than people. Yeah, yeah for the, sure. the people that buy two drinks and have a babysitter, they, they they're having they, the time of their life. Yeah, they want to laugh. It's those people that you know. It's the people that yeah. yeah. It's it it, it, today's day and age. I think I, I think I, I mean. Yeah, I think it was there. Someone, someone recently, just some broad recently, just goes like next subject. It's like at the mic. Oh yeah, yeah. You were you weren't there. That that was like that was one of my best. uh, But that happened to me at that at that very mic. I did a transgender joke, and it did well. That's the crazy part. Every time I'm getting in trouble for this, the joke's doing well. If you want, (laughs) I'd get it if the joke bombed and someone was like. Not cool, dude, but it was like everyone laughed. Yeah. So everyone laughed at the joke, and then this lady from the back goes, ha, 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 like a really over-the-top fake laugh after the laughter died down. Yeah. And I'm like, who is that? And I look back, and it's a female comedian that I've met before. And I go, oh, that's cool that you're heckling me at an open mic at a place where I came to try out a joke. That's cool that I could come here and not feel safe to try out new material. Thanks so much for that. And then it got a big applause. Yeah. But man, that was so my that was my that was my that's exactly what I said. Yeah. Somebody was offended. Not this. It's like about maybe six months ago. Frazier loved it. Uh, he was he always comes. You know, we always go back to back. And uh, somebody said something, and I, I'm like, someone's like, oh, like that. And I'm like, <laughs> and I, some broad. And I, I I go, see, this is my safe space. <laughs> <laughs> I can say whatever the yeah. fuck I want. Mm-hmm. I fucking earned it. And then the, all, the, all the open mic just clapped and everything, but it yeah. was like, yeah, it's like this is I'll do it. Right, I that's want. why we're at an open mic. Yeah, here's who can tell me what I'm allowed to do: the club owner or the guy who's I'm opening for. Right, that's what uh, I was gonna uh, say. Other than that, it's like you can't tell me what. That's to what do. I was gonna say. When I'm opening for someone, I and I if I feel like the crowd isn't into naughty stuff, yeah. I will switch it up because I feel like I'm. They're not here for me. I have a job to do, right? And make it better for the next yeah. comic. So, I, so that's when I will adapt. <laughs> I remember one time I suck it up with at the Chicago Theater because we were there like a bunch of nights in a row. Not, not to. It's, it's. I'm not. I'm not. I'm selling one ticket. It's Bill. Right. <laughs> he was like the one. The late show one night. I just like changed it all up and did all my really evil shit. <laughs> at the end, I don't know. It's just like right out of time. And then you didn't want to go long in a late show at a theater for. You know, yeah, yeah. I just okay. kind of got. I, I I did well, but I kind of just got off like hot. Yeah, <laughs> shaking hands. You coming a little hot, Barnick. <laughs> <laughs> has he ever said to you, uh, or has anyone you ever opened for said, "I don't want you to do that joke"? Uh, you know, keep it. No, not well. Look, look who I've opened for. I've opened for uh, mo- <laughs> mostly uh, when I started in San Francisco. Uh, the booker then, D- Jeff Wills, who's now the king of Live Nation, um, he'd always put me with the, the New York pipe hitters. Right. People like who, the Hattel, Chappelle. Yeah, who definitely Gerardo, would never give a shit. Yeah. Never give a shit. And then I opened for Lampanelli forever. Yeah. Who And then Bill. Yeah. The, <laughs> no one get, yeah. No. That's not no, it. No, the only time, I mean, the only time I've ever been told what to do ever was, this is, this is a true story. I, I'm not going to give the name of the comic away because. Uh, yeah. Why? But, what's the point? Yeah. But I was at Hilar- Hilarities in Cleveland, Monday through Saturday. So I get up on Monday. My dad drives me up from Pittsburgh. And I get there, and the bartender goes, what are you doing here? And I'm like thinking, oh, what's, I picked the wrong week. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, no, it's, 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 you, ha- you have to be clean. And I'm like, what? And I go, you, I go tonight? I had to know if it was like some Catholic minister. Yeah. Came I'm like, I could do that. He goes, no, like the whole week. And I literally go, hold on. And I ran out to see if my dad was like, you know, like 
just like you know switching putting like his mint and his sunglasses on where he could like hold on i might just leave because i'm and i'm like well i want to sell cds that's why i'm still fe- featuring like a place like that and i'm like i want to sell cds like i don't want to be clean like, oh. yeah and then the and the, i saw so the, the booker lady goes so then I, so I talked to the booker lady and she goes ah oh, you know just try clean up or we'll figure it out yeah so because it was the headliner wanted to meet wanted someone clean so they right. did the show and there's only, only one thing that I had to change. And I'm like, okay. And the whole time the guy's like, I'm just worried about it on Friday, on Friday Saturday trying to follow your filth. And I'm like, I literally, this is when I was pretty cocky from working with Atel and Chappelle and everything. <laughs> I'm like, nobody's ever told me what to do, dude. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like maybe just uh, be confident in your Yeah, material. like maybe just. Like, like maybe learn to follow yeah, anyone. Like maybe just be a headliner. Yeah. <laughs> sure enough. Uh, you know, sure enough, come in Friday and, uh, you know, you can just tell someone is not a, a civilian. I don't know. You, you've been coming long enough. Yeah. You know when someone's not a civilian. So I just, I just walk in the bar. There's like four people there and there's a black dude and, and he turns and he goes, you must be Joe Bartnick. And I make, ah, oh, you're a comic. He goes, yeah, I'm headlining tonight. I'm like, okay. Oh, they switched the headliner. Yeah. They got rid- like, he told them that he had to film something and leave on a Saturday. He had to leave. Wow. And, and me, was be- he able to follow you or no? He did good. Yeah. Like it wasn't, I mean, I mean, it was it, fine. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't, I mean, I, you know, I, you know, I, I, I go in waves of really like th- that was back in the day when I really did have, oh, I, I it, it wasn't dirty, dirty, but it wasn't very, it was all adult. Like, like I am now. We know when you. That's the way I feel about my set. It's like when you feature everywhere for for a few years and you're really razor. Like my half hour was pretty, you know. Like I mean, yeah. Like it it didn't blow anyone to get the punchline away, but in Cleveland it could. But it wasn't like I'm. Hey, I love it when people go. I love it. I bring you. I love it when you kill. Yeah. The whole, the whole, that's why it makes the show better. That's why Bill brings me. He's he's, he's always like it, it made me reverse. Like there's no, there's no cupcakes. Like it's better. You know, you, you, you want to ride the wave. You want to create one. But what's <laughs> crazy? I I would say the same thing about uh, your comedy that I would say about mine. Because people will come up to me after the show and they'll go, "Wow, like you're really uh, you really put it out there." Imply that I'm like very edgy or very dirty. But I only have a couple jokes that are like that. Those are just the ones that stick out. I, I think, think that's it, right? I think most of my set is pretty normal. I just have a couple jokes that kind of whatever, a little edgier than average, and but that's the ones people remember. I think th- I think that's the way it is, yeah. uh, and I think I may swear a little bit more, but I don't really swear that much. But maybe a little bit more. I haven't seen it in a while, but uh, no. But anyway, it was funny because you know I was I was even too naive because I w- that was when I was still living in San Francisco, so I didn't even know that why would you, no one films anything on a Saturday? <laughs> you wouldn't fly <laughs> yeah. back. <laughs> like he had to be the, he, his excuse was he had to fly back because he, he was, was filming something it. on Saturday. Yeah, he was just over it. He yeah, like, I'm done. And you know, I mean, I mean, I, I just don't like the whole fact that he tried to get me like canned. You know. Oh yeah. Like, and, and, and the Booker had my back the whole time. That, yeah, which, which was super cool because she's like, this guy's not clean himself. Like f him. Like on the I, phone. Without saying names, I've seen a couple headliners that don't like the host or or whatever and want to get them fired for the rest of the weekend in my head i'm like yeah the host did suck but who cares let them finish the weekend they didn't ruin the show like we i was fine after you did you did great as a headliner like just let them suck for the weekend it's their dream like why go through the drama of firing them then that's gonna ruin their week they're gonna remember you as the comic that fired them like i don't know yeah i've i've never fired anyone the 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 closest thing 
ever to firing anybody. <laughs> and it was this guy's it was this guy's show was our, our great friend the big Al, big Al Gonzalez. Oh yeah. <laughs> he he was one of my openers. And you all fired up? And no, no, no. Oh. I love Al. He like told the guy like you're done. Like you're not going back on stage. I'll just host the show from now on. <laughs> that, dude. I was we were like we were outside of Sacramento and this one nighter and it was like, oh my God, this guy's terrible. And it's like and how do you and, take and it? And I brought all and I brought like I brought Al's like my man guy. I brought my buddy uh-huh. the captain to do some time. And there's and then there's like two you know you know those yeah. road shows. But then they got like nine local people want to get on. Right. And Al's just like, yeah, I'm just gonna do everything from now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and how the guy whose show was take it. I don't think he took it that well. <laughs> but at but day, he's like, all right, fine. Yeah, but what yeah. was he really going to do? I mean, right. the, 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 it was a really packed show, and they wanted to have me. Like, it was a, what well, I'm saying is a big deal to have me, but they wanted to have me, so it was like. Yeah. Yeah, but it, I, yeah. This has never happened before. It happened to me a few weeks ago. I was in uh, Las Vegas performing at a new comedy club there, and we it was me and the headliner. And we said, hey, is there an MC tonight? And he goes, oh, I was thinking it was a two-man show. He goes, but if you want an MC, I know every comic in town. Also, I, uh, you know, I've been doing comedy nine years. Uh, you know, I, I normally feature, but I could definitely MC if you guys want. And we we're just like, sure, man. Yeah, you, you could MC. And he pitched himself like he wanted to MC, right? Yeah. So then we start the show. The guy does literally 30 seconds. Yeah. And then brings me up. I'm like, what? You pitched yourself as, do you not want to MC? Like, why didn't you just get us an MC if you didn't want to MC? Yeah, yeah. That's a terror. I, yeah. I, I don't like that. I, I don't like whenever the someone who's hosting then doesn't want to host. Like, yeah, but it, you but had to it do was a so jokes. weird because he pitched, he was the one that pitched himself to us. Like, I'm, I don't know. So I weird. always, and I always tell people like to do, to do jokes. I always want people to get, to get their job done. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like if someone's like, if someone's like, uh, if you're somewhere and they tell the MC, like, just do like three minutes. I always, I always say, dude, you can do it. Yeah. Do a little like, more. Like, yeah. like, like get them all like to laugh. Yeah. Your like, job is to make it better from, is make it easier for me so that I don't have to yeah. start, start from scratch. Then I don't want my feature then to be mad. Right. Not mad, but like, you yeah. know, like my, my theory, like we said upstairs about how, you know, if, if it's bad at the beginning for too long, then it never gets. Yeah. So that if you turn it over too quick, let them get to like you a little bit, and right. then let my feature go on. Yeah, you know That's it's it's crowd enough. momentum. Mm-hmm. But enough comedy talk. I know Jesus. We did, yeah. We just did thirty minutes of comedy talk. Wow. It's funny. It's like I actually I have a conscious thing where I where I say to myself I try not to talk about comedy, but it just happens because. I'm obsessed with comedy, and every guest I have is obsessed with comedy. Well, you know, I'm you know, I'm not gonna say I'm not obsessed with it. I, yeah. I I'm, I'm pretty sure I am. But yeah. the funny thing is, is we're really good friends, and I love you, and yeah. I just haven't seen you in a while. That's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we, I just, wanna, both been busy. I, I just yeah. want to hear your road yeah. <laughs> Like, what's going on with you? Yeah, yeah. You're in three fights in three weeks Dude, in three cities. It know, was a rough. It, it was more it was like a rough little patch. It, and then I had to tell my you know whatever story about uh, you know whatever. No, my, it was my, good. All my racial that riots. Was, that was some good comedy talk. Yeah, it was. The road dogs. Yeah. It's also weird. I've never been on the road as much as I have lately. I've been gaining weight. It's just been like a new chapter of my life where I need to. Well, this is what we. Is this, uh, I bought a new suitcase. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What do you, what you get? You get all four wheels going every direction. I got the four wheel one every direction, and it's the biggest one that could st- that you don't need to check. Yeah. It's, yes. Yeah. But, but here's a here's a key. Do not overstuff that fucker. Because they'll, they'll make you check it. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, 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 yeah. I just had to teach my daughter that because she's doing summer stock mm-hmm. and flying. She flew. She Wait, the, what summer stock? 
Oh, it's uh, you're too young to even know. It's like you know, you know when you play like in the cat skills and all that stuff when you do plays for. All the oh, things. so she's doing like acting. Yeah, yeah, oh, she's oh, a, cool. yeah, yeah. She goes to she goes to, like the Fame High School of Pasadena, and uh, she's an art. She's in musical theater. That's awesome. But, and she had like a five hour delay at, after at, Papa. at JFK. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, welcome to showbiz. <laughs> <laughs> First to many. Yeah. Um, but she had it all like, you know, like the outer bubbles of the suitcase. And I'm like, right. no, no, no. They're gonna, not going to work. Uh, yeah. They're going to, they're going to, you don't want to give those women who are having a bad day any reason it's to, be, so to funny. be like, to be like, what's this? So I, so I took it, all that stuff out and just stuck it flat and sat on it. And and I'm like, it went through. No <laughs> yeah. Cause it was not puffing. to get into men versus women and the difference between a man and a woman but you could go on a weekend trip with a girl and she's still going to bring the biggest suitcase she owns stuffed to the gills and you can go with me and I'll go with a backpack yeah wait yeah I'm literally this is my big thing for I'm, I'm going to be I'm the east coast for at least eight weeks uh and I may bring a I would say what what most college kids pack for one day like what yeah. looks, it looks like they're going a to like yeah. like they're going to two classes right right just a backpack yeah Full like uh, yeah and, yeah because and it's only because it's date it's summer and i might want to and i probably want tennis shoes as well as my boots uh-huh that i'm gonna have to go a little bigger than that right but still just one backpack yeah th- that's it that's it that, that that's it yeah. i went on a with a weekend i went to a, a weekend of stand-up with someone and he checked a bag and I looked at him like, "You're an idiot." Well, that and was the I whole. Ju- I judged him for it. <laughs> well, that was the whole thing. Like, like, uh, like uh, with uh, with the club soda, Kenny, uh, uh, Bill's tour director, and uh, oh, I know. Just, I, he was. Uh, me and Theo went to uh, Vancouver, Seattle, uh, two weeks ago, and Club Soda Kenny was the tour manager. Oh, uh, he, so he, was, he was so cool. He's the greatest yeah. human being ever. So cool. He's the greatest. We talked about like getting fired for going on Stern and uh, talking about oh, all his we, fucked up shit. So he got fired from being caught. He's he's working with Theo now. Uh, at least he did. It was the first time. Oh, it was the right first on tour. He did. He's uh, he's the best. Yeah, so he but, awesome. so he just handles everything. He, yeah, oh, everything. But we were in like you know fifteen different airports in seventeen days. And he, he handled everything. But he's like. You know, make sure you don't bring a. Oh, you're not bringing no uh, carry uh, only carry on, right? You know, and I'm like, <laughs> absolutely. I, yeah, yeah. I, I only that forever. I've never yeah, even. Yeah, I don't want to check back. No, because I could just imagine the clusterfuck in Europe if any 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 of us would have had a or lost catch a, bag. a bag. Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, I've. What you know? You know? You know? The only two two times I've had my luggage lost, and both times have been when they've snagged me at right at the plane when they're like, "No, nah, it's full." We, oh, we then, need to take it, like they, right there. Uh, and, and, and one time I knew I wasn't going to see it for another week. <laughs> like, and I wore the same everything. I wore the same everything for a week in the Midwest. See, if, if I do am missing something, I'll just go to Ross or something and I'll pick up whatever I need. Yeah, I, I literally wore like, because I wore like jeans and a shirt like on the plane. And I literally just wore that every day. And it, they couldn't find it. My bag went to Canada and came back. I, they it, it took like three people at LAX to find it after I came back later, like the next. But week. they did find it. That's good. They did. Yeah. They, yeah. No, but I, yeah. But packing, I don't pack anything because I, I, I mean, I wear the same pair of jeans forever. Yeah, I don't. I and I only wash them when they need to be washed. When I look at them and I go, "These are dirty." It's the only time I wash jeans. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. I mean, I got, I got pack my tennis shoes, and then two, uh, two pairs, of, a pair of jeans, a pair of shorts. And uh, we wear in a different pair of jeans. That's enough. Uh, two stage shirts. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. We're men. Yeah. That's it. What? Uh, 
What issues do you have in your life that I could help you with? I got so many issues. What do you want to know? What, what do you, what, you know, my, my, well, my, my you should health. Know, I mean, you know me, but uh, just so you know, since we haven't hung out in a while, in that time, I've become an expert in every facet of life. And I could help you more than any you are therapist killing it. I got to say, in, yeah. in the world, <laughs> I could help you more than any therapist in the world. And I'm an expert on any topic. So anything you want to know, anything problems you're having in your life, I could help you with. I could use uh, I could use more money, and uh, I want to be. I think my overall big thing is how to become. Just is uh, is the detachment. Uh, this is it's gonna get really heavy. Yeah, let's get in heavy. three years, you know, now it's down to three years that my wife is never gonna leave the condo that we bought. And you want to leave the condo? Yes. What? And why do you want to leave the condo? Because it's in the middle of Sierra Madre, and I just don't want to live there the rest of my so life. You want to live more in the city, or where do you want to? I want to live somewhere on the East Coast. So okay, so you want to be closer to New York? Yes. You want to be an East Coast comic? Either either live in New York or. Either be a comic in New York or semi-retired in Pittsburgh or Nashville or somewhere. Okay. And she is never going to leave. Why? She loves it there. But why? It's a really friendly place for middle-aged white women to walk around and drink wine and walk their dogs. It's it's menopausal heaven. Okay. I know how to fix this. Okay. I know how to fix this. You increase the crime in the area of where you live. You introduce poverty and drugs. You you maybe you you leave you maybe you spend a thousand dollars on heroin and you leave it on the side right outside your house every night. You just leave a thing of heroin. I'm literally am the only bad seed in that whole town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the episode of Mayberry when the Italian guy moves in. Like that's I'm you. literally yeah. I am the um- okay. So that's solution one. Uh, release drugs into your neighborhood really mess it up um now the other option is this is another one now whenever you go on the road you usually go solo because your wife and kid have their own life here you don't drag them along with you most of the time yeah very few times i I think one of my very first when we first started dating i took my wife to fresno okay and she she was like i don't need okay so here's i did take her to the grand old opry though so next time you have an east coast run yeah although we'll make it less fun you bring your family. You make it really nice. You stay in a nicer place than you normally would. You go, isn't this awesome, guys? You go, you go the best time. You go in the springtime. You bring them and you go, man, how cool would it be if we lived here? And they go, yeah, it would be cool. And you go, well, guess what? We can. <laughs> well, my daughter's all about it. I'm taking her to Broadway like in a couple weeks. All right, then just then all you have yeah, to do is Yeah, my daughter's just musical theater. She's yeah. all about New York. Uh, so, yeah, my wife is just, you know, she grew up in Maine, went to college in Syracuse. Oh, my so wife she is knows. just, she's just over winter. Yeah. yeah. She I, 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 don't, I don't blame my wife uh, for any of it. I, I just don't, I just don't want to live where I live. Yeah. Because if, because if we did this podcast five years ago, it would be about how can I get my wife to move to Los Feliz? <laughs> and it was always well, then maybe you compromise. And you it was always like you, it was always like you just want to drink with Kevin Shea every night. Well, <laughs> well, exactly. But that's beside the point. <laughs> I'm just between Pittsburgh and San Francisco. I'm a city kid, and I've just never, I've never em- embraced Los Angeles. Now I have a good time. I have lots of friends. I have nothing. I have nothing against Los Angeles other than I do driving. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Traffic. I drove from San Diego to here the other day. Left at ten in the morning, thinking won't be bad. It took me three and a half hours. Yeah, no, it's never not bad. It's yeah. never. And the only time it's not bad is if you leave at eleven p.m. Yeah, then you have a chance of making it there. In two. Well, we first moved to Pasadena, 
it was like the best freeway 134 210 like in it, al magical talked us into it like it's great out here and it is and over the last 10 years i just had this conversation with it's a guy too built up it's been it's gotten horrible it takes me 45 minutes now to get to the my podcast in burbank it used to take me 20 minutes to get the bird it's sometimes i'll be driving through passing i'm like i'm never gonna get to the store or i'm never gonna get to where i gotta go like on time where i'm always gonna call people and then once you get out of pasadena it's like oh okay i can maybe make it it's gotten it's gotten many times people don't want to hear me talk that's a bitch about traffic but it's gotten a million times worse yeah. and i've been in a couple wrecks and i just miss i like how when you're walking everywhere for comedy, when you walk everywhere, you see the, you, you can feel the road. It's like it's like if you're not like golfing, you don't have as much fun when you drive a car. You do if you're with your dad smoking cigars and getting drunk. But if you really want to play the game of golf, it's more fun to walk and it's feel, also and, a and good feel the, um, and feel the course. Which is like when you're doing comedy, you want to get in your car and yell at everyone for an hour, then get out of the car and then go be amongst yeah. people for ten minutes, or do you want to? Walk, see everyone, see these faces, feel the city, then walk into the club. Yeah, it's a good warm up, and, and, and then and then all of a sudden you're talking. It gets your energy going, gets your blood moving, and then you right. get there. You're just more alive on stage. And then even if you have a good set, you got to go walk somewhere and cool down. And if you have a bad set, you got to go walk somewhere and cool down. Yeah, it's better. Like nothing is worse than bombing horrendously than getting in your car by yourself and, <laughs> and getting in traffic, and then you take it out on the drivers around you. Exactly. Well, yeah. you, you were just in New York, so you see what I mean. How it's yeah. just just oh, walk. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's this. There's so much life that, as an artist, I like to experience that you just don't in in your if car I was, in Los Angeles. If I was successful, I would get a old 1970s yacht at the Manhattan Harbor and be bi coastal, and I'd go live in the yacht during the good parts of the year, and then I'd move here, stay here during the other part, the bad parts. Yeah, I mean, I've been lucky enough to have a lot of uh, great friends and and get in with a lot of comedy in New York. So between couch surfing and all that stuff, I've been able to, you know, spend a lot of time there. And I I just love it there. I just love doing comedy there. Good pizza. Yeah, just, just everything. It seems like it's a little bit more supportive there, too. Like comics are more even, you know, there's still competition. But they're more in it together. Like it, there felt like more comics stayed in the room and watched each other's sets. Well, they're definitely more. Fr- it's definitely more like San Francisco in the sense that it's 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 about art. It's about comedy. Yeah. It, in L, like uh, you know, I know we're talking about comedy, but in L.A., it's definitely. I think being funny is kind of like the fourth most important thing. Yeah. Whereas in New York, it's the first thing. Yeah. It's it's not even cl- it's not even close. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I picked the wrong city. Who knows? I'll, I've told everyone for years, if you want to do anything in entertainment besides stand-up, move to L.A. Oh, well, I like doing everything. But if you want to do stand-up, be in New, New York. York. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I, and that reason why I love it, because I after I put out my my latest thing, I'm like, I to get a new hour, I got to be there. I can't do it. I can't get it. It seems hard to develop here. Yeah. Okay, so we fixed your problem, Moon New York. You got to uh, introduce drugs my gout? to your neighborhood. Gout, um, that's more of a doctor thing, but it seems like you got that under control. You're eating your beets and your Well, I mean, being I can't feel my feet right meat. now, maybe I have it, I have it under control. Okay, how about, how about my... Um, you know, not being able to feel your feet doesn't sound that bad to me. You never have foot pain then. Well, no, uh, that's the never, pain you have, that, ang- that, that tingling of... Uh, I guess I can feel them. I feel pain from them, I guess. You only feel pain. <laughs> I guess that'd be the proper term. Let me think of another problem. Um, I have so many big issues. I don't know. I mean, I do see I do see a therapist. I th- my problem is my therapist is very expensive now. 
the, yeah. Yeah, the, I think the only thing that the only thing that really Donald Trump affected me is the prices of things. Oh, well, besides, I think having my cleaning my, my cleaning woman get thrown out of the country. I don't know what happened to her. <laughs> I swear to God, we moved and we're only three blocks from our old condo. And I'm like, and she just calling her and there's no answer. Hmm. Is your new place bigger? Yeah. She, oh, that's what it is. She's like, I'm not cleaning a bigger place for the same price. I don't know. She was really good. Her husband would come and watch her clean for five hours. That seems kind of strange. Yeah, just he, he's like he was on the phone. He took the phone call and she come and they were such. They were just a, a team. They're yeah, such nice people. That's nice. And, well, and what was nice about her was you know I don't know if you ever a cleaning woman. That'd be a good documentary. You going to Mexico to try and find your old cleaning lady. <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, well that's a gr- old great Bobby Slayton joke. What? Why is that country so dirty? So many cleaning women come from there. <laughs> You're not allowed to make that Slayton, joke. I know Slayton's the today's age. I just watched Slayton's Tonight Show debut a couple weeks ago, and it was just so you could never get away with any of those jokes again. It's so weird how like freedom of speech has reversed. What was so funny too is how uh, people used to say people would people you know really dumb young comics would be like hey, like Slayton is he, he's such a hack and it's like Slayton invented those jokes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that might be hack now like, like Asian people can't drive like that's Slayton's joke <laughs> <laughs> you're all hacks yeah yeah like yeah um, I love Slayton's is so funny but uh, what were we talking about oh well, here's, here's here's something not on comedy, right? So we cut the cord. Hockey season's over. Okay. And uh, my wife is freaking out how the cable bill keeps getting higher and higher and higher. I so, did that too. So I'm like, we cut the cord. But I'm like, if I still need hockey. Don't they have like a hockey pass you could buy or something? I, I, I do have that. I, I, I have that too. But I just like to have it on my big TV. But with, you could get it if you get a uh, the Amazon Fire Stick. Yeah. Or one, you know, one of those those sticks well, you can he, still get on your TV. Well, there's blackout res- direct TV and or cable. They don't have the blackout restrictions and all this other stuff that makes some of the games you want to watch. Some of the games you want to watch that someday you can't maybe. And so you think, haven't found a workaround for that. Not yet, but it's it's only been a week since the season's been over. Okay, so but but we but, but we cut the cord. Uh-huh. So um, so I thought that it was going to be like okay. And we live in we live in the mountains, so antenna doesn't even work. Because I'm like, well, I don't care. Because I watch I got Seinfeld for two hours every day, and I like watching Kojak. So that's all I watch. Do you have be- Netflix? Yeah. So, me, uh, so that's all yeah. I watch besides hockey is like Kojak and Seinfeld. Yeah. So so they, no, we get net we 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 have Netflix. So yeah. like, so and I have a thing that hooks the Netflix up to the TV. Yeah. No big deal. So first night, you know, I'm like, so I I just thought I'll play music and read books. I don't care. So the first night, I'm like, okay, we well, you watch some on Netflix? So I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so we watched this documentary on Keith Richards. Awesome. I've seen that like six times. I just love the Stones. I love it. This is great. Next night, like, what do you want to watch? Blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, uh, I don't care. So I just went to bed early because I didn't want to eat. I'm like, I'm either going to watch something and then eat right. or just go to bed. But I don't know what my daughter and my wife watch. Today... I'm like, wait, wait. I'm like, what do you want to watch? And she watched uh, Norm McDonald's interview, which was kind of cool. I yeah, oh, that his show. I lo- I, 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 show? I love Norm, so that yeah. was I, uh, that was cool. Yeah, I like that. And then the next thing it didn't get picked up for season two. It did. It didn't, unfortunately, but I liked it. It's been more. It, there's been how many seasons? It seems like this has been on for like three years, though. No, there was just one season. The one where Norm interviews people. Yeah, but was yeah, it? there was just one season. It didn't get picked up. Okay. Okay, so this is. I I I I hope this is material someday though. So I hate to buzz it. So then, 
So then I go take a shower to come here. And I go downstairs to like put on my shoes and everything. And I, I'm like, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> and it was these Asian women that go around and cleaning people's houses. What? <laughs> yeah. But she goes, I don't get it. She goes, everyone watches it. It's really popular. I'm like, who the fuck are they? Are they funny or something? It's literally looking at dirty people's houses and Asian women cleaning them. I'm like, this house is dirty. Like, clean this house. <laughs> oh, that's, so it's almost like it's like hoarders meets meets fixing the hoarders. Yeah, it's like know. feng shui made, and it's yeah. eight, two Asian broads, and I'm just like, the fuck? She's like, everyone, it's it's really popular. I'm like, who the fuck? No, now that and I she know. thinks she's like, you just don't know what's popular. I'm like, this can't be popular. No, you're a young hip kid. Have you heard about this? I've not heard of it. I guess I'm not as hip as I look. As my middle but age I will wife. say this. You said that when you first said the premise of the show, I was like, that doesn't sound great. But then you said it again, and I was like, I kind of want to see this show now. It, I kind of want to watch it. It's on, but it, it's like it's like the, it's for people like you know, like you know, it's just for like bougie white women that don't even clean their own houses. Like sometimes like, I like, identify like, with like those women. Just watching someone clean somebody else's house. <laughs> I kind of live my life like that. I go wake up in the morning. I go hiking. I drink a smoothie. I gossip with my friends, and then maybe I just need to add an Asian maid to my life. Yeah, I mean, it's like she, I don't think they took their clothes off. I don't think they were gonna be topless. I, 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 I don't think there's a. I don't think there's a happy ending after they clean your house. That's good. Wouldn't that be great? That. You come <laughs> home, your house is clean, and then you get a hand job. <laughs> I mean, hey, you could get that. I think you could probably get that easier than you think. Well, maybe not with your wife and, and kid in the house. No. But. Or, or the or the or my dog, but uh, <laughs> no, but you never heard of that. No, it was literally I'm like, never heard of it because I nagged a couple things. I'm like, I don't want to watch this. I, oh, oh, I did agree because I love car Seinfeld cars and and uh, comedians and cars. Yeah, yeah so the, we watched a couple of those the other night. So then then and, and I said no to like three things, and I'm like, I'm going to bed. And then today I'm just like, what are you watching? Like it literally was Asian. It literally not Asian, whatever. It was, it was someone, someone, someone's maid cleaning somebody's house. Whatever, Dude, whatever the nationality uh, are was stupid. We should pitch a show where instead of it's Asian maids cleaning houses, it'll be me and you shirtless cleaning people's yeah, houses. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll that's, be uh, that's a hit right there. Yeah, I, I don't know if anyone emails in or whatever. You got to. I don't even know. I'm like, and, I, and then the, the next thing I said was, "You're not watching it on my feed, right? Because I don't want to. I don't want to have suggested for you. <laughs> if you like, if you like the Asian maze, you're gonna like this. Yeah, watch people come in. You know, clean your bathroom. I mean, it's literally like, and I guess there's some feng shui, but I even understand the show where you sew somebody's. I, I mean, I hoarders makes me sick to my stomach. Oh, some of those people are disgusting. It, it makes me sick to my stomach. But I understand not so much the hoarder thing. I understand when you show somebody's shitty room and they go, "Look, we're going to come in and build bookcases and look, you're and make it nice." Yeah, yeah. I, I but this was literally like watching somebody clean somebody's house. I was like, "What do you want?" So she then now she's watching uh, the black superhero movie when I was leaving. Oh, it's uh. <laughs> What's it called? Black Panther. Yeah, because she made nachos, and I'm like, "You're making nachos. To, you're making nachos to watch this shit." And she goes, ah. and "Well, I, it sounds like no one's missing cable, at least." No, well, my daughter isn't home yet, so this is like kind of like she'll the, freak out. I, I almost think it's cruel to have some teenager not have cable, but See, she she probably watches YouTube more you know than what, anything. Anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say the cable thing. I've noticed in my life the only people that have cable and that struggle with it and are excited to say they've cut cable are people like 40 and up. My generation and younger, 
is yeah, we don't need cable. We got YouTube and Netflix. That's it. That's all we need. I, Internet. I, 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 Save I, the money. I also think sports. That, yeah, changes. Pe- people who like sports. Yeah, that's the big it's deal. Still better, but that's only because they're still these dumb cable companies are still trying to grab on and keep the last of the people on cable. They need to release sports on the internet too. Yeah, well, they do. The program. They but do. They, well, they need to do it so there's no blackouts, none of that. Yeah, shit. the leagues have made it so it's hard just to have everything on, and that's yeah. what the cable companies pay for. Right. The rights. Yeah. So that cable that, companies need so, to, and they just don't re- want to throw that they all. Need to adapt they, with the time. They know that's the vice grip they have on middle aged guy is the sports, and that's yeah. that's what they're not giving up. Right. And that's what. The, but they will. Someone's gonna be the first one to. Do it online, and then cable's dead. I mean, I didn't have a television in San Francisco for a year and a half, and then they found out the Penguins. I'm a huge hockey guy. Uh, the Penguins are going to be on national TV on free television, like antenna-worthy. I literally went to good guys and bought a television. Bought a TV and an antenna. And, yeah, and just to watch the Penguin game, I'm like, I'm going to... I have it, an antenna here in L.A. just for fun. I was like, oh, 20 bucks, I'll see what free content is yeah. out there. It's all like Asian and Spanish like soap operas no it's act, well it's actually you're probably a little too young to really enjoy the stuff but no like all the all like the channel twos and fives and fours and sevens all those channels they all have like point point one point two point three point four and they all just have reruns of all the shows that ran in the 60s 70s and 80s yeah maybe and, and that's why I, like, and I, watch, and I watch like kojak or like the Jeffersons or in all those channels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's oh, on. I'll but I live too much in the woods. Because I was kind of like, that, that, when we, we couldn't get that now, I was like, ugh. But I'm reading books. Books, Jerry. And you like them? I yeah. listen to audiobooks. I don't know the last time I actually read a book, like turn the pages. I, I can't. I, audiobooks, uh, one, one time years and years and years ago on the road, it pissed this guy off so bad. One of the only, and I'll say his name too, uh, Art Krug. Never heard of him. He's a Portland comic. I don't know if he's still still alive, but um, he had a massive, massive heart attack a few years ago. Oh, that's too bad. But um, he uh, he used to listen. That we were we were on triple runs, and, oh, God. and he used to listen to books on tape instead of music and stuff. And if I'm in the passenger seat, I just fall asleep in like ten minutes. And then I, you know, it's like a fifteen hour drive. So I'd be like, "Well, what's going on?" And he'd be like, "You didn't hear any of that." Like, <laughs> See, audio books. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's like I, yeah. it's. I get it. The headliner gets to choose. What is, were you opening for him? Uh, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. The headliner could choose the radio, whatever. It's his car, but it's a little rude to make someone in the passenger seat listen to your audio book. I feel like. Yeah, it was like, like if they're not on the same page. Maybe if you start one together, and they're like, "That sounds cool. I'll listen to that with you." But just to be like, hey, by the way, I'm listening to my book, so uh, you are too now. Yeah, you know, I'll throw Art under the bus. He was one of the only comics I, and I've been on the, I've been doing this over 20 years. I, you know, I've, I've done a lot of road miles. <laughs> He's one of the only guys I didn't really bond with, like, at all. <laughs> <laughs> Triple runs. Yeah, but it wasn't like anything angry or anything. I was just like, yeah, it wasn't like, like, I just, fuck, like I never, fuck you, it just wasn't. Yeah, I'm just like, I never want to work with that guy again. And did you? No. I never did. That might have been like my last triple run, actually. The my first one was my last one. Yeah, yeah. They're. Uh, <laughs> I probably. But I also heard they used to be better. Uh, you know, honestly, I can't imagine them getting worse. But they were the one <laughs> but, I did. But, I told you about the one I did. It yeah, was horrendous. Well, we. I mean, the the one the worst thing about the triple run is if, you, if there was a day off ever, 
if you can always do a show every night, you end up making some pretty good money. But now gas prices, I'm sure it's impossible to make money. Oh, yeah. I knew going into it I wasn't going to make money, but then I got a speeding ticket on the way up, so I lost more than I anticipated. Those are the gigs that I never... When I'm making not much money on a gig, I never I never want to get a ticket. Like, yeah. the, uh, my, 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 my ticket here, my one ticket in Los Angeles was one, was a stop sign flash ticket, red light ticket at La Brea to a free show I was doing in Venice Beach. Oh, yeah. It was like, and I went three times to court. Have you heard this story? No. I went three times to court, and I pushed it all the way to my birthday. And, and, and if you ever go, if you ever so go. you went to court on your birthday. Yeah, so if you ever go on like these ones when it's a photo, you start out with like 500 people, and they're like, if you get, if you get leave now, and if you pay, well, there are no points on your license. And so, you know, it's a, it was in Beverly Hills Court. So 90% of the people there are like, I'll pay 500 bucks and yeah. I come back here. So so then you're down to like maybe 50 people. Okay. And then the next time was like, if you now, no points on your license, we'll knock it down to whatever. And and you're like, no. And they're like, okay. So then they're like, no. So then, so then like every, all but like, you know, I don't know. It seemed like a lot of people got up and left. So then when I went to the last time, I scheduled it for my birthday, and there was literally just like seven of us there. <laughs> <laughs> and what happened? So they get up, and they go, okay, now who is, so the, the lady's literally like, um, she's literally like doc, like uh, Judge Judy. She's literally like Judge Judy, just this like, 65-year-old woman, yeah. and she's just like. She looks like she's sat in that chair for 30 years. Yeah, and just over everything, and she's like, so who's, okay, there's seven of you here, and blah, 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 and who? Who is claiming it wasn't them in the car? Who's claiming it wasn't them? Okay, well, come up and show the picture and the license and yeah. the picture. And like a couple black dudes came up and the cop would be like, and then the cop would be like, eh, you know, I don't think so. And then, and then so the, like three, three of them, the cop was like, nah, that, that's you. And they didn't even get to that lady. Like, they didn't, they didn't even get to the judge. And the cop was just like, sorry, you're, you have to pay for it. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't even get to the judge. The one guy made it past the cop, like, eh, maybe not. The judge looked at it like, no, it's you. Then there's three of us left. Three of us left of like, anyone can get to fight it. So I'm like, uh, so I went up and uh, so I go up and I literally put on a show. And I'm like, I'm like this lady, because how it really happened was it was a yellow light and I was going through it and this Asian lady, not to pick on the Asians, literally cut in front of me. I was either going to hit her or I was going to stop and then be in the red light when it flashed. Yeah. So I told the story back up. I told the whole story so nice. And they ended on, it's my birthday. <laughs> also, it's my birthday. Yeah. And, uh, and even, and, uh, and so I go, uh, <laughs> lady goes, lady, the judge goes, Mr. Bartnick, nobody likes to get it, especially on your birthday. But then blah, 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 blah. Bam. The whole like 500 bucks. Cause I'd fought it the whole way. I never discounted it. Oh, so you had to pay the whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing. Damn. And, yeah, and on my birthday, and and I turned to the. I wish you knew the judge's name so that we could call her out for being a bitch. And I turned to the and I and I, and I turned to the to the hard ass cop, uh, who was who was mean mugging everyone the whole time to get him to leave, you know. Right. And I and I, I looked at him. He just smiled like like it was a good try. Like it was a good try. Right. He goes, yeah, it was a good try. Like he thought I had it. Like dude, the, the whole courtroom was that, like they just got like he, he didn't get in a wreck. It's his birthday. What Let if you go. do you think you would have had a better chance if you didn't say it was your birthday and you just relied on the story? No, I think it's one of those things where like you know 
they don't let anybody off the hook. Like, I they, hate, like, like, like they they want that money, you know. But because yeah. and my thing was it was legitimate that I yeah, just didn't want to get legit. I just didn't want to get hit in the car. Like I just was in a car, I would have been in a car wreck. I hate getting a ticket from a robot. Like if a cop catches me, I'm like, you caught me, man. But if it's a camera, it just feels like what a camera got me. I, I get so paranoid when I see that flash too. I'm like, huh? yeah. Oh, I, so now it's like when I'm in Santa Monica, dude, I think, is it still there? The one at La Brea in front of that Target? That was where Probably. I got it. Yeah, yeah, La Brea, Santa Monica. I just go so slow. It's just like, I'm not doing that again. Well, I hope this podcast is not as remotely entertaining to your fans. I liked it. Oh, um, we're going to play a couple calls. Okay. Yeah, we're going to play some. Uh, this is from Jasmine Evans. Oh, wait. Hold on. Okay, Jasmine Evans. I like the name Jasmine. Hello. I'm calling because I am in the middle of a career change and I'd like some advice on finding my niche in this new career that I'm seeking. And I'd like some advice on, you know, different ways that people are able to kind of mold their career to fit their personalities um, to seek to find job fulfillment. That we're gonna skip that call because she didn't tell us what she did, and that was a uh, she just felt like she didn't give us enough information. That wasn't a good call. Yeah, I uh, she seemed Jasmine. hot. She seemed hot though. Yeah, it's hot and dumb, like sultry. Yeah, well, sorry, Jazz. I like him hot and dumb. Yeah, <laughs> hot and smart. I don't have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> this next call is from uh, Zarkos Tolchins. Uh oh. Zarkos told Chinsky. I'm taking it slow after she said maybe I sleep with people Sounds fake. too fast sometimes. What? She said that maybe I sleep with people before I'm totally Who? emotionally prepared. Physically, I'm ready fast, and so I sleep with them fast, but then I wake up and I'm freaked because, you know, who the hell is this? So then I push them away, and then I'm all alone again. Sounds Unless fake. I just want to have sex, which is okay, I guess. But. If I want to develop something, then I have to develop it. Let's skip to the next one. Is well, like, well like we can. I mean, it's good to sleep with somebody quick so you don't waste time with them. But if it's too quick, then you think of each other as sluts, and it's hard to build trust. I I don't know. I think when you like someone, you like somebody. I guess that's true. I think nothing worse than and if you don't have sexual chemistry, then it's that's it's no good. Yeah, you're right, but you'll know if you have sexual chemistry with someone just from making out with them. Make out on the first date. Just make out passionately. Sometimes, sometimes people's bodies aren't what you think they're going to be, though. True. Yeah, you take off their shirt and then they have giant areolas. Yeah, and just their the nether regions are. It's just a little different. They have giant labia lips. Yeah, or like different, different like um, levels. You know, I don't know. It's like sometimes it's like really crazy down there. Yeah, it's true. Not not just your standard like kind of Rolling Stones symbol. It's true. It's <laughs> That's yeah. just the, the dating. Dating. You're lucky. You're married or unlucky. I don't know. Okay, we're gonna take another one from Ashley Lynn. Parker. No, I feel lucky. I like being married. It's not, it's not, I love my wife. Yeah, I'd like to get married. Okay, this is from Ashley. But I think sex is as soon as possible is a good thing. So you say like maybe the beginning of the date have sex and then go on the date. 
No, I, I just think that holding off, there's many reasons to, there's many, like holding off sex, if it's like, oh, we're going to hold off, it's like, what, what is that going to do? Right. That makes sense. Ashley Lynn Park. I have. For now, I'm going to ask, I'm going to say to a girl on the, our first date, in the beginning of the day, I'm saying, I think we should just have sex now to make sure we're compatible. <laughs> no, no, my friend Joey's married, he said. Yeah, I mean, me and my wife had sex rather early in the relationship. First date? I think it was second date. That's not too bad. Yeah. All right. Ashley Lynn. Well, Park. my first date is a hell of a story. If you want to hear the first. I, All I, right. I, what I, was your first date? <laughs> the first date I went with, I went with her, she had she was having a dinner party for a, a, a friend of hers who just graduated med school. And so it was like a dinner party, like four, four or five people. And so that was my height of my drinking. So I showed up with like a 12 pack, a bottle of whiskey and a bunch of pain pills and a bag of weed. <laughs> So you showed up, and she's like, "This guy's a drug addict." <laughs> <laughs> no, because she's in San Francisco. So she, my wife, was okay. cool, but her doctor friend, who's going to be a doctor, she, he's like, "I don't want to tell you what to do," but uh, <laughs> this does not seem healthy. I think he's a mess. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, so she, the, her hot friend, her sorority sister friend, uh, is famous swimmer, not famous, uh, college swimmer, who's in, in the movie industry. Got me some rolls actually. Uh, she was there too, so she was. Uh, so we uh, after the dinner party, a couple people left, and we went to a movie theater. And I proceeded to pass out during this Jimi Hendrix movie, just wasted it. And when I woke <laughs> up, um, her her friend was like, "You want to come back with us?" And I'm thinking, I don't think Tracy likes me that much. Like like, and I'm thinking, I don't think it's gonna be a menage. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know my wife was behind her, going like, "No." Waving her arms like, "Don't bring this guy back!" And she threw my number out and said I was trouble. But then, how'd you uh, make it happen? Yeah, you I don't know. Just, yeah, I just asked her out another time, and she's like, "Oh, it was, right, it was, I'll give you a like, shot." Like two months later. Wow. So first impression was not good, <laughs> but yeah, I guess you had a good second impression. I guess I did. I yeah. guess the second impression, you're like, "Sorry about last time with all the drugs and stuff." Uh, it was a weird month, and she's like, oh, "That's cool." And then, yeah, I was in San Francisco in the early '90s. Was was just kind of like, yeah, it's San kinda Francisco fun. still. I, I, like we met working for Bill Graham at the Fillmore, so it wasn't like, oh, oh cool. my god, he's he he smokes weed and drinks. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe the guy was more freaked out by like like my high ener- high intensity back painkillers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're rolling in with just all the party favors in the world. I, we have it somewhere in our house that says trouble. Like my name, it says. Don't let your daughter find in trouble. It. Uh, she probably knows the story. I don't know. <laughs> okay, Ashley Lynn Park calling. I have a twin brother that I love so dearly. We grew up together with wonderful parents that provided us with everything we needed to be safe, healthy, and happy. My brother and I were inseparable since the beginning, and we did everything together. We have similar interests, but have different personalities. I was always the child that got good grades, finished my chores, came home early, and listened to my parents. My brother, however, was a troublemaker. He was a class clown, never did his homework, and hung out with the wrong kids. As we got older, he started distancing himself from my parents and me, and I feel like I have lost my best friend. I'm not exactly sure what has caused this. Why would my brother never try to talk to us? Does he hate us? Does he resent me because I was the golden child? Does he think that our parents love me more since I was rarely punished? What I can I do to restore reading. the relationship that my brother and I used to have? 
That one sounded fake, too. That's what I mean. I could hear her. If it wasn't fake, she definitely wrote it out before she said it on the call. I could hear her reading. Yeah, I mean, I, I I could see her reading. I mean, well, put it this way. In, in our family, uh, me and my sister are not twins, but my sister definitely is the better child. <laughs> That's what Lampanelli was like when, when he met my sister. She, he goes to my he goes to my mom. So so you, at least you have one good one, right? <laughs> yeah. And I, and I don't regret my sister or anything. It, it sounds like they're really young, though. You know, I mean, wait till he's like, he doesn't talk to you when he's 30. Then you have a problem. But he might just be, maybe they went to different college. Well, it sound, to me, I would say she's saying, how does she fix it? How does she get her brother back? Uh, you need to find him and confront him and yell at him. And say, come back to me, you piece of shit. Quit doing drugs. Oh, oh, he's really that big of a dirtbag? To me, it sounded like her brother's kind of, yeah, gotten into drugs and bad naughty boy stuff. And she needs, so to me, the only way to do it is have an intervention. Have people who love him in a room and say, hey, you're an idiot. Just cut this shit out. That's what an intervention is, right? Yeah. It, I, it, she didn't make it sound like he's throwing his life away because he's doing drugs. It just seemed like he just didn't want to... Th- deal with his family or talk to her anymore that could be it yeah maybe she's the problem maybe be more be more chill sounds like you're judging your brother a lot yeah maybe just let your brother do drugs and be cool about it do drugs with him (laughs) yeah maybe 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 you need to like help the curve maybe (laughs) yeah like chill out and maybe lighten up a little bit and go party with your brother instead of being this know-it-all goody two-shoes yeah she's a nerd she really seemed to have a high opinion of herself (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah you're right now that now that i think about it she wrote out what she was gonna say and read it on the call you need to relax dude you need to relax and go party with your brother take a note from your twin he's doing it right you're doing it wrong yeah I, can i get in trouble for giving that advice no i i i just think that she's i i they both they sound young and i think that you know I think what, the older you get, the closer you get to your family. That you, it, when you're in your kids in the same house, I think you, you know there's arguments and fighting. And it's I think when you're older, you're like when everyone's on their own and like, hey, you know, you're pretty cool and yeah, you know. And I think she used to maybe I like your advice, just you know, chill out and maybe go <laughs> be cool with your brother. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like when you're young, you think problems are problems that aren't real problems. You see someone parting a little too much and you go that guy has a problem no he just likes to party a little bit yeah i mean is he you know uh, it, uh, but it didn't seem like that it just seemed like he's he well you know but they're twins so you have close your brothers are little, are pretty close to you right five age years or, uh five years apart oh way. well so maybe my, not my middle brother's five years younger than yeah younger yeah see so then 10 years yeah, so then, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's just sick of being a twin and sick of her completely. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what you she know, expected. You know, this is tough love, lo- tough love, Lauren. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's, you're he, the problem. He sat next to you in every class and every school he's ever been to. Maybe he just wants a fucking break. Yeah, you <laughs> drove him into this drug mess with your good grades. Yeah, and your competitiveness. Let him have one. Let him be chill. Yeah, I don't know. Right. I mean, maybe he just wants a break from everybody. That could be it. And if, he, and if he's not, you know, in a gutter somewhere shitting himself, then let him yeah, find his path. If he's 30 and he wants to be a comic, then have an intervention. But if he's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're starting stand up at 30, turn around. Turn around. Go back to your boss. Say, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Isn't it so funny? The people that come up to you and want to throw their life away in stand up comedy. After a show, like an old person, I've been really wanting to quit my job and do stand up comedy. And I'm like. Yeah, it's not a get rich. That's quick not what scoop. I actually say. I say 
I say do it. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. Go to an open mic. That's what I tell anyone who says that. I always say give it a try. You have three yeah, years to suck. You have three yeah. years to suck. Yeah, I say give it a shot. Just go to an open mic and try it. But the people with really... See, I mean, I think you're you're a successful human being. I really didn't have any options. So <laughs> I, think, I, I don't think yeah, I did. But I think yeah. for me, though, it was like literally like I can't do anything else. So but when you see people, really successful people like I just read, read Geraldo's book, but he but he's one of the greatest ever. But he yeah. quit lawyer. Uh, 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 yeah, that but, makes it interesting. But when people really like quit, uh, you know, well, but you know what? In a way, in a way, people who are really successful in life are successful in comedy. You know, like Lamp- Lampanelli went to Harvard. Like Al was successful. Now he's successful. Magical. In comedy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like Atel went to NYU. Like a lot of people who are, are comedy, they not, work like, ethic. It's like they're not stupid. I mean, you, that's, you know what I mean, I mean, part of it's being funny for sure, but part of it's your work ethic, and those people know how to work hard. Just to get into Harvard, you need to work hard. Right. To graduate from Harvard, you need to work hard. Yeah. So you know, they know what it takes to put time and effort into something. So being funny was a big part of it, but also you know putting the effort in there, and they know how to do that. Yeah, I mean, I think I put effort. I'm just stupid, uh, you know. But but it's, but, but, but but it's well. Also, you're doing great. You well, have a, you have a family and a I'm house. A, I'm okay, knock yeah. on wood. But what's funny is that um, just people that are like successful just that want to want to just be comics. It's like yeah. you don't want to be in Victorville in a in a hotel Friday. <laughs> you want to be in your house and. Uh, you know, either, or they're all either, just either damaged either. and they do want to be in that hotel. Because uh, okay. to me, someone's like, "You want to go to do this gig in Victorville?" I'm like, "Yes, I do." Right, let's do it. But you don't have a wife and a kid in a family right. in, that changes in, 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 a, in a swimming pool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that does change things. Yeah, you know, and three cars and you know, a life. You know, you're right. Well, thanks for doing the podcast. Anything you want to plug? Uh, when does this come out? Uh, two weeks. Um. I just check out JoeBartnick.com and uh, and my, if you like if you like hockey, uh, the puck off podcast and uh, come see me. I'm at Joe. I'm Mr. Joe Bartnick. I joined Instagram like six months ago. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Follow him on Instagram and in Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. So yeah, it's, I just love you, buddy. So love you fun. too. Thanks it's for doing to see. It. Yeah, it's fine. I hope yeah, it's okay. It's, it was it great. Really, oh, okay. I don't yeah. know. Any, I find that anyone who I'm friends with and who has been doing it a while is a great talker because they're just comfortable and know how to talk. It's the people, the most boring episodes are kind of people who are, haven't been in the game a long time just because they're just uncomfortable and they're overthinking things. And okay. I don't know. I overthink when it's done. Like, was this any good? Yeah. Yeah. Me too. (laughs) It's a bad time when I'm leaving any podcast. I'm a guest. I leave and I text them. Sorry about that. If you want to redo it, let me know. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Thanks.